Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode 204 on Monday the 8th of October 2012. I am your host Stephen Layton and today, prepare to have your mind blown. You may notice the label is a little bit different this week um, and I really want you to watch this video and drink it with me with an open mind before I tell you exactly what it is. Uh, before we do any of that though, we should dive into the news! So, you too could own a t-shirt like this. And why would you not want one? They are cool. Um, we also have the Limoncillo t-shirts as well, so go take a look under, uh, I think it's clothing on, on, on the new site. So go, go have a look. And, Cup of Excellence coffees are back. We have two from Guatemala and two from El Salvador. Um, a little bit expensive, but the perfect treat for something a bit special um, and to just enjoy coffees that are, you know, from somewhere a little bit more un unusual, shall we say, and they are delicious, and but very different too. Really pleased to see Siberia back from El Salvador. And, so, are you liking the new labels? Uh, the new change with the bags, with the sites, with the new labels and things? Some of them got a bit messed up at the start, but hopefully we're starting to iron out those tweaks and it's getting a lot better. So um, I, I hope that you are um, happy to give us a little bit of time to get that right. And that was the news! So, whilst on labels, um, are you intrigued? Are you interested in what it is? Well, what I can tell you, it's from Colombia. Um, so we should do 20 seconds on Colombia. And so Colombia is located in the South America and borders Ecuador, Peru, Brazil and Venezuela and Panama and it's the 26th biggest country landmass um, in the world and 27th biggest country in population. Named after Christopher Columbus, the Republic was founded in 19, no, 1819 and originally Panama, Venezuela and Ecuador were part of the Republic. Okay, so a little longer than 20 seconds, but I had to get that last bit in. So this is um, this coffee. So we know it's from Colombia. Um, it's from the Tolima region. Uh, it's a specially selected micro lot. Comes from a small uh, group of growers, a cooperative of 58. This lot was actually only made up of 16 of those members. Uh, the average farm size of these guys is 4.5 uh, hectares. And collectively they produce around about a thousand bags of coffee per year. So incredibly small producers working together to make an amount which is, which is larger. Um, this lot was put together by, uh, say, 16 guys, uh, led by a guy called Gelado Guterres um, and his cat. If you go look at the description on the site, you'll, you'll understand what I'm talking about. There's also Gelado Guterres. Um, and Maximo, uh, which are three brothers, and then the rest were other people from around the area. Uh, as I say, it's from Tolima. Tolima is one of 32 departments in Colombia and sits between the big cities of Bogota uh, to the east of Tolima and Cali to, yeah, Cali to the west, and it sits in the middle. Um, it's a southern department of the country, um, and the nearest town to the cooperative is Rio Blanco, um, uh, and uh, Miradino is about 79 miles from Bogota, so from, to the west of Bogota. 
The varietals are Katura, Columbia and Tipica. This is a fully washed, grown at an altitude of 1,500 to 1,900 metres above sea level. And that's about as much as we have on it. There's nothing astounding so far. There's nothing that's making your jaw hit the floor and go, well, why is this so secretive? Um, but now it's time for the rather vague map bit. It's the map bit. No expense spent. It's the map bit. And here we are. Up we go. So, has been toes is around about five minutes from junction 14 of the M6. Just to give you an idea of where we are in the UK. And we go on our familiar journey across the uh, Atlantic Ocean. Um, first of all, we're going to go to Colombia. So, we're going to get an overall view of Colombia. And uh, you see, the only one that we have there at the moment is the Meridinio, but that's going to be changing because we have lots more Colombias coming. And you can see that just to the right of that marker is where Bogota is. Just to the, to the left of that marker is where um, Cali is. And we're going to zoom in now. We go down to uh, Tolima, which is the state. And you can see the, the state forming a little bit more there. Getting a little bit of a better idea of, uh, of where, uh, whereabouts it is. And it's towards the top of the, the state of uh, Tolima. And we're going to zoom down a little bit more. And this is the town, El Maradinio, which is the name of the cooperative that, that, that they've put this coffee together. And, uh, yeah, there we go. That was the map bit. It was a little vague, I know. So, uh, nearly time for the Wheel of Death, but before we do that, happy birthday in my mug. Saturday, the 5th of October was the birthday, fourth birthday of In My Mug, four years of doing this. It's pretty colossal. So, last week we had, what did we have last week actually? We had V60, didn't we? So time for V60 to disappear. This week's incumbent is Eva Solo. So Eva Solo goes onto the wheel and off we go. And this week we have with sugar. So I need to do my coffee with sugar. Although he desperately wants to go to Eva Solo, the new one. So this week we're going to be doing a coffee with sugar. Um, yeah, okay, I can live with that. I can definitely go with that one. Um, so the coffee is from Colombia. We should do figures. The farm is called El Merendinio. Again, nothing remarkable. It's from the southern Colombia state of Tolima. Um, the nearest town is Rio Blanco. Uh, it comes from a producer's co-op of 58 small growers. Uh, of which this lot comes from 16 of them. Has an altitude of 1,500 metres to 1,900 metres above sea level. The varietals are Katura, which makes up 70% of it, Columbia, which makes up 20% of it, and Tipica, which makes up the other 10% of it. Um, it's processed using uh, washed micro mills on the farm, dried in the sun, uh, on drying patios or on raised beds, a mixture of the two. Um, Harvest time is October to January for the main crop and April to July for the fly crop, which this one is from. Um, and that's about it. So I am going to whack you on pause. I'm going to go and make tasty and delicious drinks and uh, I'll be back with you in just a second.
And I'm back. And I'm going to dive straight into the espresso. So, straight away on the espresso, you can smell that this is a little bit fruity. And I know from experience it's fruity. It's a big body. There's lots and lots of flavour there. It's jammy. Like, really jammy. Um, it's almost like a natural, but I know it's not a natural, if that makes sense. I'm sure it doesn't. But a delicious espresso. So, snozzer in the bowl. And what you can smell on the espresso, you can smell here. So, it's jammy, it's sticky, it's thick, it's gloopy. It's got a presence to it. Time for milk. Now that cuts through milk beautifully. So you get that thick jamminess, that thick gloopiness coming through there as well. I think it's really, really good. Like, really good. And this is part of why it's a bit special and I wanted to hold back because it is a really, really tasty cup of coffee. And I want you to watch it. I wanted you to watch it with an open mind and not kind of have any preconceptions of it. Mm. That is great. I love it. So the Chemex has brewed. Get rid of the paper down there. And we shall make the drink. So first of all, I'm going to try it without sugar and then because the Wheel of Doom says I must. Now this is where I think it comes into its own. This is where it reminds me of what I first tasted on the cupping table. So I get that jamminess, but there's like a sweet biscuit underlying to it as well. And one of the team said, I think it was Roland said when we were cupping it, jammy dodger. And I am all over that descriptor. I think it is an absolutely perfect descriptor for this. It is a jammy dodger, but it's so much more. There's a big body, there's a big presence. It really cuts through the milk well. It holds up well as an espresso. Super, super tasty. Love it. So let's put the sugar in. I don't think this needs sugar. Like, yeah. I don't like sugar, I must admit. But if you like sugar, and it means that you enjoy your coffee more, I'm very, very happy for you to have sugar. I promise I won't get upset or cry if you have sugar. It's fine, it's fine. So let's... Mm. It's too sweet. It's too sweet with that in there. But it's fine, you know, it's, if you can hear the door opening, by the way, I apologise. I'm trying to film this during the day. So it doesn't need sugar. It's fine. Right. So now it's time for the staff clip. So this week's staff clip is from somebody, one of our new members of staff that started with us about five, six weeks ago and um, has really settled into the team super, super well. Um, I guess you could call him the future. This is Chris, our operations manager. This is Vision of the Future. In the future, coffee will grow in Stafford. This is Vision of the Future. Chris, I look forward to that day very, very much. So, before we go into the pinboard of Doom, we should do the descriptor scale. Descriptor scale. 
So for Descriptor Scale this week, we've got two winners. And this is because one is from Gary Dyke. See, Gary, I've got your name right, and that's because I had it printed, written here. Found the descriptor I was looking for for Dr. Pepper. Now, this is for the Honduras the week before. Um, Gary always drinks his co- lets his coffees rest for a week and then drinks them. Um, so he's never going to win a descriptor scale. And Gary is a great supporter of what we do here. So, Gary, you're a winner. Um, email me your address to send it to. And the, the winner for this for last week's one, which was the Longbury Washed from uh, Limoncillo, sweet and juicy, uh, as are many fine coffees from Has Been, a funky green papaya acidity with a pear skin finish. I really, really like that descriptor. Thank you very much. Please drop me an email with your address. And previous winners, I've been rubbish. I've lost your address. And that's why you haven't got your badges yet. Can you please drop me an email? Everybody who's won descriptor scale so far, and I will get those badges out to you. But that was Descriptor Scale. Descriptor Scale. Moving straight onto the pin board of Doom. Uh, This week's pin board um, comes from Gerben Enkels, and I'm gonna show you the picture on the screen now, and Gerben sent us an Angry Bird Latte Etched type thing and I really like it so uh, thank you Gerben that's really cool of you and uh, been great to you on email this week too so thank you very much for your support within my mug so um, I think that's pretty much everything it's not everything is it you're still going what the heck's going on here why hasn't he told us what it is I have a, a confession to make to you I haven't been completely honest with all of the facts so far this is from Colombia um, uh, and it, it's it's a washed coffee that from El Merendino that is delicious and tasty and amazing. There's one little fact I haven't told you. I hope you've drunk the coffee by the time I, I'm telling you this. If you haven't, pause, go make the coffee, drink and then come back. The more astute of you will have noticed that the beans look a little bit different. And they are a little bit different. This is a decaf. This is by far the most amazing decaf I have ever tasted. I cooked it on the cupping table, blind, with its caffeinated brother, and scored this one higher than the caffeinated one. I think it's amazing. The decaffeination process is done in a very different way to where it's normally done. So normally what happens is the coffee comes to the UK from Colombia, and we would send it to Germany to have the CO2 processing done, or we'd send it to Canada to have the Swiss water processing done, or Mexico to have the Mexican water processing done, and it would be done that way. Now the Mexican one we've always liked because the Mexican one gets done at producing country. It adds value at producing country. Canada doesn't need it, and um, sorry about the door again. I, I don't know if you can hear that on the mic, but I can. And it puts me off. So Canada it doesn't need any added value to producing. This was done in Colombia. 20 kilometers, no, 40 kilometers, sorry, from the, the mill where our coffee gets loaded into the container and goes out. It was also done using, uh, instead of water and instead of CO2, it uses sugar cane as the adhesive for the caffeine. Now I'm going to write a blog post up on this, so there'll be a link somewhere on the screen uh, for this blog post. It may be that it doesn't get up till Monday, Tuesday, so bear with me because I've got a lot of work to do with this one. But basically, for me, it imparts flavour into the coffee. And this opens up many, many questions in my head and blew my mind the first time I tasted it. Everybody I've presented this to has really liked it. And then I've told them it's a decaf and their jaw hits the floor. Um, 
So I think it's really interesting and it's really good and I wanted you to taste it with the open mind that I did. When I cooked this on the table, I had no idea what it was. I gave it a fair chance and I loved it and I hope you do too. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess that's, that's it. Before I go though, in a slightly mixed up kind of different way of doing it, it's time for Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. Decaffeination never actually removes all of the caffeine from the coffee. It leaves behind around about 1% of its caffeine content. So, there's no such thing as completely decapped coffee unless you find a varietal that naturally doesn't have caffeine. Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. A caffeine-related Roland fact. Who'd have thunk it? So, there we go. Uh, we should do the numbers before I wrap up. So, the farm is, well, the co-op is called El Merendino. It's from Colombia. It's from the Salima region. The nearest town is Rio Blanco. Uh, it comes from a co-op of 58 smallholders, of which 16 produce this lot. Uh, it has an altitude of 1,500 to 1,900 metres above sea level. It comes from the varietals of Katura, which is 70%, Colombia, which is 20%, and 10% Tipica. Um, and it's processed using uh, pulpers on the farm, uh, washed and then dried in the sun. And that is our wonderful decaf coffee. We do have the caffeinated version for sale on the site as well. So if you want to kind of try those two side by side, then you, you, you should do They are com not completely different, but they're very different cups. Um, and, and, and as I said, it's put lots of questions in my head. Um, so there we go. Happy birthday in my mug. Uh, four years old uh, on Saturday, just gone, and uh, and and going on strong. Uh, thank you for watching, and do remember, life is too short for bad coffee, and that's even decaf.